rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Yo, what's up, everyone? Hello. Yes, my name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. Stupid microphone is falling. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app and SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, all those other places. Please give the show a review if you like it, whatever. Don't give a bad review or I'm not going to be happy. Um, and we're all pretty much hanging by a thread anyway, so I don't need anything to push me over the edge. Do, do a nice review, all right? If you don't have anything nice to say, move on. Move along. Go to Alex Jones. Give a review to him. Leave me the hell alone. Oh, that was Poppy Champlin. She just texted me. I'm asking her when the hell she's coming back on the show. But... She's she hasn't answered yet. Okay, all right. She didn't say specifically when. She's she's like yes yeah, soon. Okay, she's on a t- she's on tour. She's doing comedy. She's out there being herself, being fun, not like me. I'm in here. I don't know, trying to make the world safe for democracy. At least this corner of it. Anyway, all right. Uh, what else? Please become a patron. I I have to say all this stuff. Go to the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube uh, pages. My and you could well, well, what am I saying? Even on my Twitter feed, go to Patreon.com/slash Tara Devlin, and you can find the patron page. Become a patron. We're hoping to eventually do the show every day, every weekday. That would be nice. That's a goal, but that's not going to happen until we get enough patrons. Okay, and I mean enough. A lot more than we have. And I appreciate all the patrons that we have. But and it, it's growing. It is growing. We do have a lot more people watching the show every week. And a lot more people just tuning in in general. So thank you for helping. Because you're the ones who are getting the word out. Because this is it, man. You're looking at the liberal media. Okay? This is it. It's me in my apartment with the cats laying on the floor behind me. That's about it. We don't have the Mercer family or the Koch family or any of these effing families or that dumb bastard from Soul Cycle. We don't have them. That asshole. We have each other. We, we, and that's it. That's the way it's always been with liberals. Because we are on the right side of history and the right side of humanity. And it's, that's just the way it's ha- always been. Except right now, we're living in a, um, a democracy that is not functioning. It's an aspirational democracy. It's not an actual one. And we're up against the entrenched power of concentrated wealth, as we have always been for time immemorial. Memoriam? Immemorial? And it's, they, they have us by the short hairs right now. This, if we don't get it back, if we don't get this country back in the next election, which is iffy. It's, it's, and that's why we need the, the liberal media. We don't need the corporate media. The corporate media is part of the problem. 
But if we don't get it back, we're we're in big trouble, people. And then honestly, I'm thinking if if Twitler gets reelected again, despite receiving fewer votes, what do I do? Do I get the hell out of here? Do I flee? Is it immemorial? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Immemorial. On the chat. If you guys want to hang out live, that we have a chat room at on the YouTube channels. And there's we, we're also broadcast on Facebook and different Facebook channels, including the Mike Malloy channel, Progressive Voices, the Tara Buster page, obviously, and uh, the RDT Daily page. But there's an active community at YouTube if you really want to be um, involved in chatting and all that stuff. So there's more people there. All right. What else? Uh, on uh, August 31st, this month, it's coming right up. I'm going to be in New Jersey at something called the Minds event. Mythic, it's sponsored by Mythis, Myth Informed Milwaukee. They're bringing together people of all different political persuasions to foster dialogue, I guess. And I'm one of these political persuasions. Mine is the normal side. I'm on the normal side of the argument. I will represent all normal people. And normal, functioning, emotionally mature, and functioning adults capable of living in a free, democratic society. That's going to be my side of the aisle. So... Uh, we're discussing my panels called the great migration, a discussion on digital and physical immigration. And there are some right wingers on this panel. So, um, please get a ticket to this event, join me live. And it's a week weekend uh, event. So there's all different things happening and you, we can hang out. And if you use the code tower buster, there will be a, 15% off ticket price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. What else? So that'll be good, especially now, considering what's going on in this country, that we have a racist asshole in this country. And I just saw some picture on Twitter of somebody posting in their store, we don't serve illegals here, or something like that. And uh, it just it harkens back to times that we thought we le we best left in the dung heap of history, but here we are again. That that fascist heart is always in in that that well, not us normal people don't fight against that, but in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. This is what I've said for for decades now. And now they are proving me correct. I said this 20 years ago, and people were like, oh, yeah, oh, please, you know, Pisha. Oh, that's not true. Republicans just want small government, lower taxes. Bullshit. They want small government like crooks want small cops, you know, a small police force. They don't want to be questioned. They don't want... They want entrenched and concentrated power, just like they want entrenched and concentrated wealth. They're not that smart. That's all they. That's the only thing they can do is rig the game. They can't really come up with anything to, that's in, innovative. They can't function in a free democratic society. They're not strong. They're weak. 
You see what I'm saying? They're very weak people because you need, it takes strength to be, a, to function in a nation of laws. It takes strength to function in a diverse society. You're not a little cowardly, little weakling freak, scared of other people that might have a few pigments uh, a little bit darker than you or something. You, you, you just, you're able to function. If uh, that, that's what it takes. It takes some level of maturity and also an intellectual curiosity that you want to learn about society, de democracy. You're not just a freak glued to Fox News and Alex Jones, uh, you know, thinking that Hillary Clinton is running a pedophile ring out of a pizza parlor. When there's real pedophiles running rampant in Trump's inner circle. For real. So, anyway, so go, go to this great uh, Minds event uh, at the end of the month. Please go to my Twitter feed at Real Tara Devlin. It's pinned to the top of the page. Is the, there, there you can find the link. Please, please come to the damn thing. Damn it. Come to the goddamn, goddamn Minds event. God damn it. And that, what else? So that's going to be on a Saturday. So we'll, uh, obviously I won't be recording a show that day, but I think that's the, that's the holiday weekend, but we'll figure something else out. We'll do another show another time. I'm trying to do more weekday specials, as you can see, uh, just to dr drum up the support for the show, maybe find some new uh, and additional um, not new. I mean, I want additional. I like the the people that hang out already. Not saying find some new people to hang out with. No, we want more people to hang out with, and uh, people that will maybe become goddamn patrons or something, right? And keep the show going. That's really the bottom line. Thank you, everybody who is already keeping the show going. That's it. That's we we would I wouldn't be here without you. So uh, you can also support the show by buying some merchandise, okay? Again, if you become a patron, you're not just a patron of the show, you're a patron of RDT Daily, which means you're supporting the independent liberal media, the writers who create uh, liberal content. So that's what we're up against, because we're up against, uh, you know, a bunch of well-funded oligarchs and their... And they're mouthpieces that have absolute... They don't give a shit what they say. Half of them are dumbasses anyway. Like, Tommy Lauren. She's the stupidest... I, I can't even get over the fact that that bitch has a show. She's, she's not begging for patrons. That's what pisses me off. That asshole. This is why I think to myself, we're doomed. Because we have... In this... In a world... In a sane world, we wouldn't be... We wouldn't have to beg for patrons. We, Tommy Lauren would be begging for patrons. Do you understand? She wouldn't be funded by uh, whoever the hell funds her, and she wouldn't have a spot on Fox News. I don't know why anybody would want to listen to her. She's, but, I mean, this is why I get depressed. It's because I, I can't believe I share the same air with absolute idiots who think that Tommy Lauren is worthy of of their time your limited lifespan you, that you you have only so many moments 
that you're going to live on this planet, uh, 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 to be alive, to breathe this air, and you're going to spend it watching Tommy Lauren? You know what I mean? What the? She's the stupidest. Tommy, let me just... I know there's other things going on. But there... I don't know if you realize, if you remember, maybe, or not even realize, uh, she, on her Twitter feed, before she was funded by whoever the hell funds her and had her spots on Fox News. She uh, she was just a, some dumb bitch on Twitter. And she <laughs> there was some very... F- oh, now she's a Fox Nation host. Family... I'm looking at her Twitter, uh, her Twitter feed here. Family, faith, family, freedom, and final thoughts. Ugh. Unfortunately, it's never final thoughts. Never Play Dead by Tommy Lauren on sale July 2nd. Really? This bitch wrote a book. Why? Why? What the hell is she have to... What does she have to say? She's an ignoramus. Uh, it's unbelievable. Let me see. Uh, Twitter feed. She wrote about summer school. Some of her tweets, she didn't get... She didn't delete them fast enough. But let's see. One of them said, geez, uh, summer school has got to be the dumbest invention of all time. Hashtag, this sucks. (laughs) This is in uh, 2013, she wrote that. Because she's a dumb bitch, okay? She couldn't make it in normal school. She had to go to summer school. I don't know for what, because she's she's ignorant. This bitch doesn't even, she's writing a book? Has she ever read a book? Does she have any clue about what it means, what, what history is, what the American, what, what, I mean, anything. Pick a topic. When was the Civil War? Give me a date, Tommy. I bet you don't know. N- anything. Anything. And then she writes in 2012, does anybody at this school speak English? Hashtag this is America. You see, that I, obviously she's... She is who she is. She's an ignorant little racist. Ugh, let's see. I smell... This is another one. Uh, on f- February 2014. I smell sex and candy. And I must be going out tonight. Okay? Hashtag pop that pee. Hashtag bottoms up. All right, so she's a little... She's a little loose, loosey-goosey. What about that faith and family you were you're talking about? She's disgusting. This is why I get depressed, because I'm like, I mean, I know that these people exist all over the world, but do you give someone who is that much of a moron a platform? This, th- th- this is the repercussions of giving idiots power and a platform to spew their ignorance. Let's see. First single day in six years. Woot, woot. Anyone want to cause trouble with me tonight? And then she, this is in 2014. Anyone else need a drink? Oh my God. This, and she, this is what she writes in 2013. Guess what, Brad? If you get me wet, I can't promise I won't accidentally drown you. So think about that. Of course, she's deleted all these tweets. Because she's, you know, she's a little, she's a little drunken whore who doesn't like summer school. 
This is this is who the right wing are turning to, to for leadership. And then she writes, bad news, had to get a job. Good news, it's at my mom's store and chill as F. Right? Okay. Hello? Does this bitch need, um, uh, I don't know what she needs. She needs to be knocked off a bar stool, frankly. The, uh, everything, she personifies everything that's wrong with, uh, with the world. Bad news, had to get a job. Now, this is somebody that is, lectures everyone about workers and illegals and, every, and faith and family, right? Had to get a job, but it's at her mom's store. So it's chill as F. And here's another, the bitch uh, actually recently, not too long ago, she was outed because she uh, is on Obamacare thanks to her mom. You know, she's on her mom's plan because uh, you know, she's under age 26. This, this is who they're lo- looking to for leadership. Tommy Lauren. It's not like she's some kind of intellectual genius. She's not somebody who's excelled in school and gone be and some like little man Tate or something. No, she's a dumb bitch who's blonde, has everything handed to her, and knows how to parrot the right wing ignorant talking points. And that's all it takes to get a spot on the Fox News Network, to be a Fox Nation host. That's all it takes. That's it. Period. And this is what we're up against. And I I get very depressed because, yeah, these people live all over the world. We have to contend with them. But you don't give them power. And so Tommy Lauren tweets in 2016 as opposed to her 2013, uh, her getting a good, that she had a bad news, she had to get a job. In 2016, she tweets, Democrats vote for the handout. Republicans vote to get the damn hand out of the way so we can earn it ourselves. Are you fucking kidding me, bitch? This, these people really, we don't need a wall, okay? We need a fucking mirror for these dumb bitches to take a good look at themselves. They have no, there's no shame. They don't even have the capacity for shame. You know what I mean? They, they, it would take a, someone who is a semblance of human to be like, wow, I'm a real dumb bitch. I really sound like an asshole to, to, to tweet. Oh, I had bad news. I had to get a job. Good news is at my mom's store and it's chill as F. And then to not eat with no sense of irony they have absolutely no shame in 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 tweeting democrats vote for a handout republicans vote to get the damn hand out of the way so we can earn it ourselves this bitch has never earned a goddamn d- anything in her life she, everything has been handed to her continuously including her spots on fox nation that they, and this is who they're they're looking to uh, Hannity, Sean Hannity, Tommy Lauren, the the world's idiots. They're all compiled there together, and Sean Hannity and I have it from good authority is from people who met him and worked with him and know him that he's one of the stupidest people ever to sit in a in a pundit's chair. He is one of the most stupidest morons in the United States. He's, he has never had an original thought in his life. He's dumb, just like 
the rest of them. That's all it takes to be on Fox News. You have to be stupid. You have to have you have to be amoral and willing to say and do anything for uh, money and power. That's it. You, you're not advancing anything. You're not contributing or bringing anything to the table. They, that's the only thing that Trump has. You see what I'm saying? I've always, and we've, we've, we all know this anyway, that the, he's not smart. He's not a genius, a poli- like some political operative who's, who, who found the magic, uh, whatever the hell, the ingredients to winning the so, you know, the, to make himself the so-called president. He is just, a racist and willing to say and do anything to get elected. It doesn't matter how many people he hurts, how many, how much, how much he destroys democracy, how much he covers the ass of dictators or, or, or strokes the swords of dictators. It doesn't matter. They, he's just willing and, and, and able to do whatever it takes, you know, to say anything to maintain power. So, there, and that's what's so disgusting about them because they, I wish, I wish they weren't such hypocrites. I wish that they were Christians as they proclaim to be. They, they really loved life so much. If they really did, we would already have universal health care. We wouldn't, they wouldn't be separating children from their parents. They, we wouldn't be living in this cruelty that they consider strength when it's nothing but weakness. They are weak. It is weak to be a cruel, ignorant bully. It is the height of weakness. It takes strength to want to learn and to, to have compassion. Compassion is strength. But these, it's way over these people's heads. And the only thing that they... They, they, they're, they're all about faith and family. They're about gay bashing. That's what that means. Because being a gay basher is the only sacrament in their fake-ass, phony version of Christ, whatever they, whoever they worship. I wish, I wish Jesus would return already and rapture these fuckers the hell out of here so we can get on with the business of having a functioning democracy. You know, that works for all. That isn't based in cruelty and selfishness. Selfishness is their only value. That's the only Republican value, is me, me, me. How does this affect me? These fuckers. That's why they don't... I mean, she's... Whatever, Tommy Lauren. And speaking of, actually, let me... uh, We're talking about... Well, today, let's see what happened. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein apparently committed suicide, supposedly, in jail, and... Immediately, you go on Twitter, and you see how the Twitterverse is reacting, and it's all the hashtags are the uh, Clintons, Clinton body count, the Clintons hashtag Clinton body count. That and then make sure before you go and and uh, and argue with these people, go on Bot Sentinel. It is. one of these, it's botsentinel.com. You can also install it on your Twitter feed. Um, what, what, what do you know? Uh, the number one hashtag tweeted by Trollbot accounts in the past 24 hours is hashtag Clinton body count. So why would the, okay, let's get conspiratorial. Of course, when, when Trump 
found out that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself or whatever, um, I'm sure he breathed a sigh of relief because it was just released that in one of these unredacted uh, whatever documents that came from the from the court that Mar-a-Lago was a sort of hunting ground for for the for where where Jeffrey Epstein got his got his underage rape victims. Let me see. Mar-a-Lago. Court Epstein. Boom, beam, boom. Unsealed documents detail alleged Epstein victims recruitment at Mar-a-Lago. This just, this just came out. So a trove of court documents unsealed Friday detailed allegations by an alleged victim of wealthy financier Jeffrey Epstein that while working as a teenage locker room attendant at President, so-called President, Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort nearly two decades ago, she was recruited to give Epstein massages that often involved sexual activity. The roughly roughly 2,000 pages of records released by the Manhattan-based Second Court of Appeals, Second Circuit Court of Appeals, also show the same woman, Virginia Roberts Gearfrey, appears to have claimed that she had sex with a series of prominent men, including former politicians at Epstein's direction, while working as a staff masseuse for the investment advisor, who eventually came under investigation in 2006 for sex trafficking over his involvement with teenage girls. This is from Politico, an article by Joss Gerstein. So, yeah, um, how convenient. I'm not sure how he committed suicide, Apparently, it's very difficult to do that in uh, when you're on on suicide watch. But I don't know. I don't, I've I've never been to uh, wherever whatever jail this guy's been in. I did hear on the corporate media earlier one of the pundits or whatever has a source who spent thirty years in prison who said that it is next to impossible to hang yourself in jail when you're especially uh somebody like jeffrey epstein because there he is um was under uh, well apparently now they say oh he was just taken off suicide watch who the hell knows but the even still they this person was saying it's hard they don't uh know where exactly they would put the 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 noose to hang themselves because the 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 way things are set up it's very difficult to they they take that into consideration you know there's not like rafters hanging there that you can hang a sheet over or something so yeah i mean maybe he was murdered maybe somebody got paid to murder i mean it says this is where we're living in um the united states of serfs and lords where you have a rogue criminal administration it would not be above um the conscious thinking to to us to to make the leap that twitler and whoever um you know paid somebody to murder this guy and the the fact is who are twitler's heroes in this in the world putin duterte the Saudi, uh, whatever, asshole, the, uh, all of the world's worst murderers that use murder as a political weapon, uh, as a weapon of political power. So I don't, I mean, whatever, it's not above the, the, the uh, insanity. And it's also the fact that the, immediately 
the Russian bots jump on Twitter with this hashtag Clinton body count, that that is what really made me suspicious that something is not not right here because of course that's what they do. They have to cover. They are actively covering Trump's ass. Of course they're jumping to his defense and trying to muddy the waters with this hashtag Clinton, but like it's Clinton had Jeffrey Epstein murdered as if Twitter didn't have more of, uh, I mean, whatever, uh, who didn't have more, um, you know, of, uh, what, a more urgent, what, uh, what's the word, you know, um, desire i don't know i'm not saying desire that that it wasn't in his best interest to to silence somebody that could come out with with uh really damaging information about the fucking so-called president of the united states as opposed to bill f and clinton like it never stops with these with these idiots Hashtag Clinton body count. Don't they ever get bored? But I'm I'm so if you if you look at the at the if you click on the hashtag Clinton body count, it's unbelievable. The right wingers. Oh, Dinesh D'Souza taking on the Obama Clinton gang is a health hazard. When when I was in federal confinement for eight months, I was more afraid of something like this drugs found in my locker an apparent suicide than I was of the murderers, rapists, and gang members who were my fellow inmates. Now, Dinesh D'Souza is a right-wing freak. And listen, um, the taking on the Obama-Clinton, as if Jeffrey Epstein is taking on the Obama-Clinton, it wasn't the, uh, the, the Jeffrey Epstein, the, the court documents didn't reveal that 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 Epstein was getting his underage rape victims from the Clinton compound, that he was getting them at Mar-a-Lago. So, whatever. But they have a vested interest. That's why we cannot allow Republicans to have power. If this is going to have... If we, are, if we have any hope, if this country has any hope of survival... We have to make the Republican Party a permanent minority party. But they have the money, and they are working very hard to ensure that they that this pesky democracy is taken, you know, is off is off the table once and for all. That's what the, that's their agenda, and they are they'll pay a hefty price. To, to ensure it can, that their power, that concentrated wealth and concentrated money, I mean, same thing, and concentrated power, um, you know, that it continues unabated. And as I was saying in the, in, during the week, when we had the weekly show recently, I just, um, and as I was listening to Tom Hartman, he, he mentioned something that there was a study that came out that said that on our, our current trajectory of concentrated wealth, so now whatever, whatever it is, I think it's like um, the majority of 90% of the wealth goes to the top 1%. On this trajectory, that in, in 33 years, the concentrated wealth 100% of the wealth will be funneled to the top 
So that that will that will mean the end of democracy once and for all, which is why that when we we're talking about getting rid of Twitler, okay, getting him, you know, legally and peacefully, getting him out of office, voting him out of office, voting the Republicans out of office. Get, I mean, I I wonder. This is what gets me gets me depressed too, because you I, I, you think of Mitch McConnell, right? Who, what the hell? He he represents Kentucky, who, which is one is like one of the poorest states in the nation. That people are dying of overdoses and black lung disease, and yeah, and he's out there tr- making it harder for them to get health care and ensuring that they'll never have a living wage or the our generations won't pull themselves out of poverty. But, and this, that we have to be like Kentucky, the whole rest of the world, because Mitch McConnell represents, wh- however, I, uh, the amount of people that are equal to a small town on Staten Island, that we all have to be trapped in Mitch McConnell's, whatever, his web of uh, greed and corruption and self-dealing. And the, the country, he, he wants to turn the rest of the country into Kentucky? I, you know, I don't, I don't understand this. How we can allow this to continue, and they'll keep voting for him. Why do people in Kentucky continue to vote Republican? Are are they that stupid? This is what I get. I can't even imagine. You know, my father was a, a Reagan Democrat. I, I, he had Fox News on all the time, and we would argue and. Just because my father was misinformed and stupid in that way didn't mean I had to turn out that way. You know what I mean? So I, I, I don't understand why people in Kentucky can't wake up and smell what the, the corruption that is wafting all around them. And why we all have to turn into Kentucky now? Because Mitch McConnell wants to keep the grift going. And uh, I don't know. It just, for me, I'm like, I wish in a lot of ways these people, uh, honestly, I get to the point where who's going to say it first? Who will say it? Can't we break this shit up? You know, somebody has to have the courage to come forward and say enough is enough. We don't like you. You don't like us. Let's just, let's just split this shit up, man. I'm tired of being dragged down by the 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 Confederacy continuously uh, again and again. The the problem with the country is after the Civil War, the the Confederates we never truly finished Reconstruction because the racist assholes got hold of power and there was too much appeasement and reaching across the aisle with these assholes. And it never, and so then the uh, black people of this country had to endure a hundred years of systematic terrorism and oppression. (sighs) And it continues to this day because they're, I mean, that's all they have. That's what they have. Racism, division, hatred, suspicion. They're, They're phony, fake Jesus. I mean, they're anti gay. 
Um, I mean, it's like, why are we going to turn this great country? You know, when people talk about America, I want to come to America. America's a great country. They're not talking about Kentucky, for F's sake. They're coming to New York. They're look- they want to see the Statue of Liberty. Nobody wants to see the moon over the fucking meth clinic in Kentucky. They come here. They want to see the amazing melting pot in New York City. They want to see the broad Broadway, the Great White Way. They want to see, you know, the statue. They want to see the, they want to see the, you know, the heart of America, which is New York. Or whatever, you know, they they don't want to come in. They go to California, too. They don't want to go who the hell wants to go to Kentucky unless you have to. Fuck F sake. Unbelievable. Right? So we all have to endure because Mitch McConnell and F and Elaine Chow got their, like, two pigs at the trough of corruption just gobbling, gobbling up that money. How much money you need, Mitch? How much, how much will you be satisfied with? How many people have to die? How many black lung diseases won't you cure or help? How many, uh, you know, whatever, Medicaid recipients are you going to kick off their, their, own, their only lifeline so you and your Elaine Chow bitch can go party like it's 1999 at some uh, big CEO's fucking cocktail party? <sighs> and it's true, yes, the, as Mark C says on the, on, the, on the chat, the red states are the biggest welfare queens going. Exactly. That is the truth. Blue states give more money into the red states. And that's the other thing that pisses me off. You know, my money, I go, I I fund these red states. They don't even have the manners or the maturity to say thank you. Then instead, you know how they thank us? They go around saying Massachusetts liberals or New York values or real America. They're out there talking about uh, how we're the normal America, the America that the entire world looks to with with uh, and says, yes, that's what I love about America. They uh, they the that's the but that's the normal America. These right wingers disparage. You never, you know, you never hear Democrats going on about, say, I mean, except me. I'm not a p- politician, though. I go on, I, I disparage Kentucky because I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them taking my New York dollars and turning around and saying, uh, oh, you got New York values, whatever that means. What's New York values? Like running into a burning building to save somebody? When a terrorist attack hits, or what's, is that a New York value? Yeah, that's a human value. What's a New York value? Like uh, being able to live amongst fellow human beings, a diverse population without acting like a stupid KKK moron? Yeah, that's a New York value. (sighs) What's a Kentucky value? You know, voting for the same asshole that that constantly sells you out that takes your health care that ensures you're being ignorant dupe for generations while your grandpappy and your granddaddy and your and your daddy are all dying of black lung disease that they do nothing about 
Right? I mean, really. One of the things, at least with Democrats, with normal people, like when Obama, when when um, Obamacare was passed, in Obamacare, one of the provisions that they specifically, that Obama specifically put in there was to help the victims of black lung disease so they wouldn't have to, they, they could live with dignity as they died thanks to the this this rapacious archaic energy system that that is murdering them that didn't give a shit about them so what how do these kentuckys these black lung assholes thank the democrats right how do they thank the democrats they don't vote for them but then when the republicans come for obamacare they're all crying oh not my black lung not my black lung benefits I thought that you meant the only the black people would lose their benefits, not black lungs. Fucking scums. So sick of them. I wish they would secede already. Secede, please. They, co- they couldn't deal, though. That's it. Because they can't live without my blue state dollars. You know, if they only had the manners and maturity to say thank you, thank you. Thank you, blue states. No, but they don't say thank you. Then we got to say, oh, California, Chicago, politics, everything is, that's who the Republicans are. They divide people, uh, divide this country, real America. What the fuck is real America? They think, oh, this is real America. We, you know, we get as fat as we want. We eat as many dead carcasses of chickens as we want. We eat as much shit as we want. Never never question. Just shove that shit in your mouth. That's who we are. We shoot guns. That's real America? No, that's the embarrassment of America. You are embarrassing us, people. Why don't you secede already? We're done with you. I'm sick of you. Fucking fuckers. I'm really sick of them. We constantly have to drag them into civilization, and they don't even say thanks. Never. Never. Oh, because they don't like gays. That's what it is. They, they can't deal with the fact that they uh, want the arms of a big, strong man around them, if they're a man, right? They'd rather project their manias outwards while against people who have the courage to live authentic lives, unlike Republicans. You know, the, the individuals, the, the rugged individuals. Just try, try being a rugged individual in the, in the Republican Party. Try it once. You'll, you'll see what they got for you. They got a lot of, they, you know, they got some, uh, they'll, they'll, you know, they got, they'll show you the door, you know, to put it nicely. I never forget, I saw some TV show about this woman who was big, big holy roller Christian, of course, her... She had a child. The child ended up being transgendered. And she, you know, didn't understand, of course, because she's a holy roller, you know, God made whatever, peepees. That's that's the other thing with the with these Christians. Or they're the peepee patrol. It's not just the Christians, I'm no offense, whatever. I'm talking about Republicans, the fake Christians. They that they, they wanna they wanna know about your peepees. They're very obsessed with peepees. Like like children, like babies. You know, they babies like they they play with their peepees. They they they're overly focused on the peepee, you know. So that's what Republicans are. What kind of peepee do you have? Are you in the right bathroom for the peepee? Are you wearing the right clothes for the peepee? Do are you have the 
the uh, the appropriate combination of genitals. Do the peepees are the peepees the appropriate combination to form this legal contract? That's the the Republicans, the peepee patrol. But I always remember this woman was saying. So she she had a baby, and the baby ended up being transgendered. You know, as the baby grew up, it, this was and it was I don't remember if it was a boy or a girl or male, whatever. I've had a penis or a vagina. I don't remember, but it was. I'm a, let's just say, he, it was a male who had a penis. He said, I'm a girl or whatever. And she never understood and until she finally did because her own child was transgendered and then started to, she learned about it and went to, went to the school and explained to the school, you know, my child is a, is a girl and I want you to treat my child as a girl. And the school went fucking bonkers, and the, of course, and uh, the her, fa- her her Christian, her loving Christian friends and family all abandoned her uh, as she was fighting for her child, to her child's life, as these ignorant Republicans tried to make this woman and this child's life hell. The, and you know what kind of shit is that? And so, and I never forget that she said that it was all of her friends and family uh, that she that she believed that were were her were her friends and family. They just left her on the battlefield. That's what she. That's how she put it. Uh, I'm out here fighting for my child's life, and they left me on the battlefield. And it, that's that's the Republican way, though. They leave us behind, all of us, no matter what, whether it is your, you have a transgender child. You're, everybody's expendable to Republicans. As you can see with, with what just happened with the another yet another mass killing in this country, they, Republicans, they don't give a shit who dies as long as they get money, power. Everything that the now I, you, everything that Republicans say, like for instance, recently, yeah, of course we hear Republicans. They say, "Oh, it's all about money and power for the Democrats." That's the Republicans. It's it's opposite day. They are the Nazis. They that's what the Nazis do. They accuse the opponent of the very thing of which they themselves are guilty. So. You know, when they're saying, oh, it's all about money and power, that's what, they're, that's what they're about. What are we about? We're about letting people have the freedom to live authentic lives, not being douchebags to people. If somebody grows up and says, uh, as a child, and says, oh, I am a female, then you fucking, okay, good. Congratulations for being yourself. You have one goddamn life to live, you, you know? So don't let some douchebag, some holy fake Christian faux, you know, holy roller try to dictate to you what your life should be. We have one life. So these bitches, they're, they're supposed to be all about love, right? But as long as you conform to what they believe, you know, because they're cowards. They don't have the courage to live authentic lives. That takes courage. You know, and that's that is something that Republicans don't have. They simply don't have it. That's why they have to have all the money and power. You know what I mean? It's just never enough for them. 
They they don't care how many kids get killed in school or you know or uh, people die from cutting or you know whatever you call it uh, harvesting their or cutting down their their diabetes medication. It doesn't matter to them. There, as long as they have theirs. As soon as something affects them, then, oh, okay. Like, actually, when we were talking about the, um, that other, what's that, you know, during the week, we, that Mike, whatever the hell his name is, Hunter, Representative Mike Hunter came out with, uh, he's for the, now he's for the assault weapons ban because his, his precious little snowflake daughter was uh, caught in the line of fire. Let me see. Is it the right guy? Gun. Mike. Is it Mike Hunter? Oh, Mike Turner or something? I don't know. Last week I had the problem too. Couldn't remember his name. I guess I think it's such. It's just such a blasé name that I can't remember it. It's my my brain won't won't register it. Yeah, it's Mike Turner. Uh, Dayton Republican congressman has a change of heart after after his daughter's brush with with uh, you know murder with being murdered in a mass shooting. Uh, you know that's what it takes. Unfortunately, like I was saying in the show during the week, uh, this this Mike Turner's precious snowflake daughter wasn't uh, uh, didn't attend Sandy Hook or Marjorie Stoneman Douglas because maybe he. We these people who died in Dayton and in El Paso, maybe they wouldn't have to be dead right now, if Mike Turner and the Republicans, uh, you know, because that's all that's that's the Republican way. They they only see the light when something affects them directly. Just just like when they're on public assistance or whatever. Oh, that's just that's normal. That I deserve it. Nobody else though. If somebody else takes it, they're 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 undeserving. These people are they they don't have the maturity to to live in a democracy. That's why you cannot give them power. You can't allow them to have the majority. They they should be a minority party. That's all they can function with. And then we we drag them kicking and screaming into normal society. Every every leap in progress, everything great this country has ever done, it is because of progressives. The, the country itself was founded by progressives, not by conservatives. The conservatives were the ones who were pining to be trickled upon by the king. The, not the, 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 the liberals, the progressives. We were the ones that created this country, and don't you ever forget it. And this is why I always remind Republicans. They're not the patriots. They're not patriots. They're not patriots now. Who is a patriot that allows a Putin puppet asshole to go around this world stroking the swords of dictators to thumb his nose at the rule of law to make a mockery of democracy just the fact that he received fewer votes and these assholes go continue on as if they have a mandate to destroy democracy and the way that they 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 rig and and gerrymander and uh, usurp the, the norms of democracy and the pillars of democracy that the way the way they undermine it they the fact that Mitch McConnell spits in the face of every single one of us when he told he says his prou- his proudest moment was when he told President Obama 
Mr. President, you will not fill this Supreme Court seat. Well, that's his proudest moment. He might as well have spit in the face of every single American who voted for Barack Obama because it wasn't just Obama who he, who he denigrated and disrespected. It was us. It was the American people, the majority that put Obama in office twice in two landslide elections. Unlike Twitler, who squeaked by on the back of racists. <sighs> Mamma mia. I hate them. I just do. I'm sorry. I sure I should have love for them? No way. No way. I wonder, so people say, oh, this is what the Republicans always say. Oh, you're, sp you're so tolerant. You're supposed to be so tolerant. Oh, there's that liberal. Because I said, um, hating Trump is a patriotic imperative now. Oh, there you go. There's those liberals, those love, peace and love liberals. No, I'm not peace and love. I don't love fascism. I don't love ignorance and racism. And in fact, if you stand up, it is the duty of all patriots, all, of all people of, uh, who embrace democracy and love this country to stand up to the ignorant, racist assholes. And it is the duty to hate Trump. For he's a fascist, he's a fake, he's a con man, and all of his assholes who are in league with him need to be disparaged. I don't give a shit. Oh, they're economically insecure. Bullshit. They're racist. Because if they were, were really economically insecure, and that was their agenda, they would have they would have went for Bernie because he was for the the same uh, you know so-called uh, you know populist uh, policies. Trump ran as a liberal. He ran on populist po policies ex with racism thrown on top. That, so if these people were really so economically insecure, they would have went for Bernie and would have been like, fuck that racism shit. Trump is a racist, and all of his followers need to feel the sting of the lash of the normal American people that say, enough of that bullshit. So we have to get this country back from these morons. We cannot continuously play nice with the snakes because a snake is a snake. And all the while, they keep poisoning us. They poison our body politic until we're going to be too sick to do anything about it. That's what they hope. And if they do win the next election, if, tw if Twitter pulls out another squeaker, we're, this country's done. It's over. He is dis I, I, how, I mean, it's like anything. It's like a rubber band when you stretch it out. Does it go back to normal? No, it's always going to be transformed. How is how are we ever going to recover from this if we don't have a full reckoning and swing completely back to the point where we understand what we're up against, that it's not just Twitler, that it is the entire Republican Party and all of the freaks that put him there, every single one of them, Maybe they could say, oh, I like Trump's tax policies. No, now those, you like Trump's, that's the other thing. Like, I can understand a selfish sociopath, one of these billionaires saying, oh, I like Trump's tax policies because they don't, there's never enough for these freaks. You know, they, they're like hoarders. They have to have never enough zeros on their bank account. Never, they can't step over enough people. 
on their way to their gated communities. It's never enough. There's that. I mean, that has to be. They're they're sick. They're sick, right? But the uh, you, but the average person, the the working class dupe, to say I like Trump his I like Trump's tax policies when the American people got a tax hike on these assholes and the wealth got more concentrated at the top. And <clears throat> all, all that Trump is doing is making it a fucking smash and grab free for all for the oligarchs in this country. Not all of the, the working class get, are getting the stiff, the short end of the stick with the Republicans and the, and the, uh, and the, and the, you know, the twitler twit. I mean, that's what he's doing. He is attacking. It's a free for all. He's attacking the labor, the labor, uh, every, anybody who works for a living is under attack in this, in this uh, fascist United States of serfs and lords. I mean, that's it. That's fascism right there. The, the fact that they had this raid after how many, how many days after the, the, um, the uh, Hispanics were targeted in mass mass shootings in this country that you have a traumatized community and then Twitter sends in the ICE raid to arrest over 600 undocumented workers from these fucking chicken murder factories which is disgusting but that's another story but not one CEO not one executive was arrested they and they're the ones who hired these people. They, if they don't want to have uh, undocumented workers, then arrest the CEO. But they're not going to do that because what they're, they're, they don't care. You see, they are targeting the, the, those without power. That's why Republicans are the worst human beings on the planet. The, they are the, the bullies, greedy, selfish, racist, ignorant, ugly bullies who kick down on people who have no means to fight back. So and, uh, separating children and parents, uh, you go to work. That's the first day of school for, for these kids. And that, that's how the Republicans greeted them. But they don't care because they don't consider these brown people to be human beings. Oh, they're here illegally. Okay, give them a path to citizenship. But they don't want to do that because that means that they won't, they won't have the means to exploit them. So if they really wanted to stop uh, illegals from working in this country, they would go after the CEOs and the executives of these, com of these companies that employ them. But not zero zero CEOs were caught up in the raid zero CEOs were uh, uh, you know had were separated from their precious snowflake children for a, a single day but it doesn't matter you see the that's the republican way they want undocumented workers they love undocumented workers because they can pay them lower rates these undocumented workers they pay into social security they pay taxes they but they get nothing in return so they don't want why would you give them a, a, a path to citizenship they republicans love to exploit them and then they get all that tax money that they don't that they can funnel up to the top so, I mean, it's a win-win with them. And plus, 
on top, they can use them uh, uh, to, uh, you know, to incite their racist base as they target people, the politically unconnected. I hate them. I really do. All right. It's almost time. I got to take a break. Shit. Fucking. You see what I'm saying? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, uh, I, I don't know. And right now we, we have our, our fellow Americans, many of the, our fellow Americans are, they think that, oh, well, they're illegal. They shouldn't be here. They shouldn't be here illegally. Well, you know what? Nobody, we don't know what the situation is. That's why you give people a path to citizenship and let them come out of the shadows. But they, Republicans would never do that. You see, you know, so. All right. Listen, listen, everybody. As I always say, you are listening. I'm going to take a break for about eight minutes so I can get some more tea. You can buy some merch. You can buy this. Look, my shirt matches my coffee cup. And that's Francis Jr. Jr. Where is he? Oh, he's over there. He's sleeping. He he has to get his, his minimum... 18 hours of sleep a day. So, all right, listen. (laughs) I know you're listening. So we're going to do the Green News Report. Then we're going to do Labor History in two. So that's about eight minutes. And then we will be back on the other end. And I'm I'm, I'm really going to, I guess I'll just continue with uh, the therapy for the resistance, because this it is therapeutic to get this shit out, and hopefully we'll we'll connect with some other people and reach some people that will open their minds a little to the fact that we're in this together, that we are the real Americans, we're the true Americans functioning who are capable of functioning in a democracy, and we're on the right side of history as well as humanity. So, uh, my name is Tara Devlin. I will see you on... Let me see. i got to find the damn thing. Okay, yes. I'll see you on the other side of the break. Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. The soil underneath our feet is one of humanity's most precious assets. New UN report calls for overhauling farming techniques to solve climate change. It should be criminal that you can write over $5 million worth of bad checks and nothing happened to you. Kentucky miners block coal train after mine company bankruptcy, plus... Four fossil fuel explosions in 48 hours underscored the dangers of aging fossil fuel infrastructure. All of those dangers underscored and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We cannot control the climate any more than they believed witches could control the climate. And don't forget... The witches were actually condemned by, by judges who were educated at Harvard. So this was the best and brightest who thought that witches influence the climate, causes crop failure. And that's where we are now with the Green New Deal. Jesus, are they working hard at Fox News. Are they still on the air? They are. This is your Green News Report. I'm gonna soak up the sun. 
Okay, Desi Doyen, I'm sure you've got nothing but good news for us today on the Green News Report. Well, there's a little bit of good news. A sweeping new scientific report warns that we need to overhaul food production dramatically to protect the global food supply from the consequences of man-made climate change. That's the good news? No, the good news is that although agriculture is a major emitter of greenhouse gases, it also offers a major opportunity to solve climate change. Okay, I'll bite. The report, released on Thursday by the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, finds that intensive industrial agriculture over the last few decades has depleted arable land and water supplies, and they warn that without action to adopt sustainable land use, our ability to feed ourselves will be irreversibly degraded. I'm still waiting for the good news. The good news is there is still time to repair that damage and feed a growing population. According to the director of the UN Environment Program, Inger Anderson. The soil underneath our feet is one of humanity's most precious assets. And at a time when we can least afford it, we are losing fertile soil and biodiversity at an alarming rate. We need to adapt our land use to climate change so we can secure food production for present and future generations. Farming and land use changes like logging account for about a quarter of global greenhouse gas emissions, so changing how we manage land can have a huge impact. The report details a comprehensive suite of actions that governments can take, including shifting towards vegetarian diets, reducing food waste, restoring wetlands and forests, and implementing regenerative farming techniques that do double duty in sequestering carbon emissions and restoring soil health. Sounds like you're working as hard to come up with good news here as Fox News is to demonize the Green New Deal. I try. A different study finds that 17 countries representing about a quarter of the world's population are at high risk of running out of water. The World Resources Institute report finds that India, parts of Africa, nearly all of the volatile Middle East, and four western U.S. states are under extremely high water stress and at risk of using up all of their water reserves. And it warns that man-made global warming will increase stress on fresh water supplies, driving food insecurity, financial instability, conflict, and migration. Yeah, we're definitely not in the good news section anymore. In other news, the state of Texas this week filed suit against oil giant ExxonMobil for violating state and federal clean air and water laws. Well, that's good news. It was in the wake of another fire and explosion at its massive refinery in the Houston suburb of Baytown on July 31st. Oh. 37 workers were injured, nearby residents were ordered to shelter in place, and it was the second fire and explosion at that refinery in just four months. It was one of four refinery and pipeline explosions in just two days at the beginning of this month. A woman in Kentucky was killed when a gas pipeline exploded. A Colorado worker died in an explosion at an oil drilling site. And in Pennsylvania, five people were injured and a home destroyed after a natural gas service line undergoing repairs exploded. All of these explosions underscoring the dangers of our country's aging fossil fuel infrastructure. And underscoring that no one was killed this week at a solar plant or a wind farm. Finally, a bit of good news. Finally! <laughs> for coal miners in Harlan County, Kentucky, they've been physically blocking a coal train for more than a week to demand unpaid wages from their employer, Black Jewel Mining, after it abruptly declared bankruptcy late last month locked its gates, and allowed all of their paychecks to bounce. Wow. The company's actions are unprecedented, according to Harlan County Judge Executive Dan Mosley in an interview with the Louisville Courier-Journal. These people work for this company for a month for nothing. The good news is...
is that a federal bankruptcy judge has given preliminary approval for another coal company to buy that mine and give partial payments to the miners. But they say they may continue the blockade until they get cash in hand. Like I said, not a lot of good news, but thank you for it anyway. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, good news or otherwise, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1955. That was the day Teamsters organizer, 28-year-old William Grammy, was kidnapped and beaten. Grammy had arrived in Sebastopol, California, to help organize about 350 workers in local canneries, drying plants, and fruit sheds. The Teamsters had been on campaign footing for months in an attempt to win union recognition, higher wages, better working conditions, and benefits. They had lost a union representation election the previous fall after Sebastopol apple growers moved quickly to lay off union supporters. By January, cannery workers at Oscar Hall and Sons voted for union representation. The workers at Barlow Company would vote against the union just two months later. But by early August, the strike wave hit. Workers walked off the job at the Sebastopol Cooperative Cannery. More at seven other area canneries joined them on strike in the days that followed. Grammy would later testify that he had heard reports weeks earlier of a grower threatening to have him killed within three hours should any strike actually take place. During the strike that would ultimately prove victorious, three men kidnapped Grammy outside the Union's hall. He was driven along a rural road, tied to a pole, gagged, and beaten with a bicycle chain. Left for dead, he was found the next day and hospitalized immediately. But the Union and the strikers remained undeterred. Before the strike was over, scab trucks attempting to haul apples to market were vandalized and burned, and scab drivers were beaten. Eight months later, the apple industry finally came to the negotiating table. By May of 1956, apple growers signed with the Teamsters. Labor History in Two brought to you by the Illinois Labor History Society and the Rick Smith Show. For more information, go to laborhistoryin2.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on the Twitters at Labor History in Two. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sticking around and for joining me every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Facebook and on the RDT uh, Daily Facebook and YouTube channels and on Progressive Voices and iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Please give the show a review on iTunes and share it with your friends. That will help us grow. I want to thank all of the patrons. So if you want to become a patron, please go to patreon.com slash Devlin, and you will be not only supporting this show, but supporting the independent progressive writers at RGT Daily and will help us continue to create liberal content that will fight, you know, fascism. That's it. I want to thank uh, Anthony S. Cynthia O. Damsky Katz. Some some people have handles on this. This is on the Patreon page. Daniel S., Deborah W., Dwayne G., Gail P., Haiku, James S., Jane C., Jim A., Joey B., 
John J, Kathleen, Katie, K, Martin S, Michael D, Michael B, Michael L D, Paradu, Paul, you know who you are, Paul, I know you, and Peter R, Randall B, Sam S, Susan S, and Teresa S. Thank you for being the the people keeping the show going and i want to thank steven on the super chat for chatting up a nice very generous donation thank you this all helps keep the show going and um, and i mean it so eventually we, uh, at, as we're going at this rate i i do believe that we will get to the point where we will be able to have a daily show maybe Maybe not, you know, this year. I used to say the first of never at this point, but I don't know. Maybe we will get there eventually. So, <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, do me a favor. If you're looking for something to do on August 31st, go to the Minds event, all right? So I'm not there by myself looking like an asshole up against these right-wing morons who not all of them are morons i guess not i mean not all of them are right-wing there are some normal people there too but if you go to my the top of my twitter feed is pinned that the it's irl dot minds dot com slash new jersey and there's a link there and you can you can buy a ticket and use the code terrorbuster to get 15 percent off tickets and i'm on a panel on Saturday called The Great Migration, a discussion on digital and physical Im immigration. So a timely topic in a... Whoa, what the hell just happened? Oh, hold on, guys. Some stupid ad just started playing. I hope you didn't hear that. An ad just started playing. I have like a million windows open and uh, internet windows, browser windows. And oh, you know how that is. All of a sudden, an ad will start playing. That's what just happened. So, and it went off in my ears. Anyway, all right, let's get back to the show because there's a lot going on in the world. And as there always is, we live in interesting times. It certainly is a curse. I wonder sometimes if I would be happier if I lived. I mean, when, was there any time that was peaceful? Uh, obviously, as far as history is concerned, I would, I'm glad I live in the present and I'm glad I live in a country that isn't oppressive, as oppressive to women. And because if I lived in different, in a different time, I love history, but I know that I would have hated being a woman at just about any other time in history. I would have I, they would have burned me as a witch or I'm sure like I think about if I lived in the Roman Empire, I probably would have joined some uh, one of the, you know, a priestess of some religion, you know, just went in and lived with a bunch of women. And maybe maybe that would have been fun. I don't know. But I don't think uh, any other time I would have hated. I just would have hated it. And the, the chances are we would all be people, poor people. So. This very interesting uh, course in the Great Courses, which is... I wish the Great Courses would sponsor me, but I guess they... Why would they sponsor me? Because I always give them free advertising anyway. But there's a great course called The Other Side of History, and 
it's really interesting when this professor talks about not not the great men of history and women mostly men but that's because the history was written by men but that uh but they talk about what it's what it's like to what it was like to be an ordinary person in all these different periods of history including prehistory including what it was like to be a an ordinary uh you know what do you call it you you or whatever uh homo erectus so it goes back millions of years it's really interesting and i i like it you should listen to it i just i just got an email from lee in new york city tommy wrote a book like trump wrote a book that's right yes regarding summer school of course she did not like it she didn't learn anything and she spent that time in school that's the that's the other thing that so it's true so, yes, Tommy wrote a book like Trump wrote his book, right? He never wrote a book. Trump never read a book. Forget it. Wrote a book. That's the other thing. Thinking, speaking of, uh, Toni Morrison died, right? The one thing that is, was so offensive this week, on top of everything else, this, and this probably many people maybe didn't even think of this, but Trump never, or the White House, or anyone in Republican government, they didn't even say anything about her her death. And there you go. That's that says it all. Because what the hell, Tony Morrison? Does Trump? What is Trump? Doesn't even know who the fuck she was. I'm sure. But there you go. She nothing. No, none of the of those assholes that, that work for Trump, they couldn't, why, why would they, they wouldn't even write anything about her because they're all ignorant idiots. They're all like Trump. I don't know who writes for his speeches or, or whatever, but they all suck. They sound like the, some, uh, 12 year old who didn't read a book report. So they, I'm sure didn't even care. Of course they didn't. What? Because nobody contributes to history uh, unless they're white, a white man, unless they're a businessman or some uh, white, old, pasty, old Republican donor that came up with some scam to separate dupes from their money. That's all it takes. That's what Trump respects. Somebody who figured out he not 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 somebody that added to the culture or the or the or opened the minds of people or wrote from a voice of the oppressed where you could step into the shoes of someone and live their lives and see life through their eyes thereby bringing human beings of all different persuasions together and closer and understanding that we are the same but why would you honor that why would a republican racist honor that of course they wouldn't. That's the, that's their kryptonite. I mean, I, it's I remember I read The Bluest Eye and I read other works by Toni Morrison and and that that's what you that's why you read those. Be, not just it's not just a past, you know, a pastime to to see life in other people's perspectives. 
That's why we have empathy as human beings. Human beings are born with empathy. That's uh, if you're a normal person, not if you're Trump, though. Trump has no empathy. Or, and that that's why Republicans are, they can't be trusted with power because you can't trust people who put a sociopath in power. They, they're, and then cheer him? Because he's mean to the underdog and the and the oppressed and the unconnected, this sick, these sick asses, these sick people. So, anyway, I just wanted to say that because it, that's an offense right there. And what if the shoe was on the other foot? Let's say something. Ha- I don't know. It wouldn't be on the other foot. I would say Obama neglected to honor some whatever, some famous Republican. Which would never happen because it did that never happened in in Obama. He had more class than that, that and that's probably what is so one of the offenses on top of everything else is that they Republicans they don't they have no class, you know they really are they're tiny small people. They don't deserve the the immense power. They don't deserve to squat in the White House. Or do anything else. They 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 diminish everything that they're involved in. Everything that a Republican touches turns to shit. They destroy everything they touch. Everything, and I mean that. So, and if I'm wrong, somebody send me an example. I remember one time I got into a Twitter fight with some right wing moron. I mean, I repeat, right? Uh, and uh, they. This woman, she, I was like, please tell me something that Republicans have done. This was years ago. Um, who th- that that benefit average people? Please, the working people. The, and then, oh, hi, Tara Junior Junior. Here you are again. Sit down now. If you're gonna stay, you gotta sit. Sit. But uh, and she she tweeted me. This was when John Boner was Speaker of the House. She tweeted the. The, uh, a uh, something from John Boner's website that said the Republican Jobs 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 Act. Like so, because it said Jobs 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 Act, that's all. That's that's enough for her. That was enough. It didn't have to have anything of substance in it, as long as it said this is the Republican Job Job Jobs Act for the working class. That that's how stupid these idiots are. You know, I mean, really, they're really dumb and they have I, I whenever I see an average person say, oh, Trump, like, for instance, let me play this video. The, Trump went to the the you know, have a photo op at where at in El Paso and um, at the El Paso hospital where the people people were murdered and most of the victims of the murder didn't want to. Didn't want to, uh, the, those recovering. They they didn't want anything to do with Trump. So Trump. Well, there's. I'll get to the baby in a second. But here's some. He he goes into the hospital and here's. Let me just play the video. Then we'll talk about it. Oh, what is this over here? <laughs> <laughs> it was a longer visit, but it was a very interesting visit. I have to tell you. Go ahead. I would like to, to it's my honor to introduce to you the best medical staff in El Paso. They are fantastic and, and responded to all the victims that needed to be taken care of. The best 
professionals and people that you'll ever want to meet. Right here. So, I don't know if you know it, but because you've been pretty busy lately, right? Yes. But they're talking about you all over the world. The job you've done. Do you is hear the shit? Ha ha ha. They're talking about you, they're all, talking about the you all over. And the doctor, what you've done is. I also sort of, I feel I know him. I've seen him now. And uh, you did a fantastic job. Fantastic. We could just uh, do a montage of every time he blows this kind of smoke up people's ass. The They're talking about it all over. It's an honor to be with you. Look at this group of people. Can you believe this? They're fantastic. I was here three months ago. We made Too bad those people were, <clears throat> were made pre prematurely dead. They're not here to see these fantastic people. He thinks this is like some kind of fucking meet and greet. Like, hey, hey, glad hand. That place was, that place was packed, he's saying. What was the name? Oh, good. Come here, Look, and now this asshole. And we had twice the number outside. Can you believe this asshole? He's talking about the size of his crowd at the hospital where victims are recovering from being shot by one of a, uh, a, a, a terrorist that this asshole inspired. And he's talking about a crowd size. His crowd size in comparison to Beto O'Rourke's crowd size. And then there's a moron who uh, is a Trumpanzee who's who shows Twitler that he's wearing socks that say Trump. This guy should needs to be... Uh, I don't know. It was crazy Beto. Beto had like 400 people <laughs> in a parking lot. They said his crowd was wonderful. <laughs> but we had some. Oh, look at that. Whoa, oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> look at that, Chad. You see that? I was encouraging her. Don't tell it to the press because they won't even believe it. No. <laughs> they only believe it was voting day, on the day of the vote. They said, what happened? What happened? I want to thank everybody. How do we get some kind of a picture here? Oh, fuck you. How do we get some kind of a picture? And I'm sure, I don't know if you guys saw the the picture. The picture is worth a thousand words, right? So let me see. Where is it? Trump. I had it here. Hold on. With the baby. Fuck. Where the fuck is it? Anyway. Of course, I can't find it now that I'm talking about it. But the anyway, while I find it, while I try to find it, the Trump took a picture with the baby that was murdered. I mean, the baby whose parents were murdered by the terrorists that Trump inspired. And he's giving a thumbs up. What the fuck is wrong with him? And could you imagine? It's just, I, 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 I can't help but play that game all the time. What if Obama did it? This, it would be impeachment. It would be up, he would be up on charges. But, you know, this is Trump. He gets to get away with whatever the fuck he does. And they just keep going along. Oh, here it is. Hold on, I'll just pull this in here. Unbelievable. We made a, a meme out of it on RDT. But, oh no, that's, uh, <laughs> that's Scott Bayo. not... Here's the, here's the picture without... Unbelievable. So, Melania is holding the baby, the orphan. Trump is giving us... He, he's smiling 
and, and giving a thumbs up. This is a baby who whose fingers got broke because the mother I, apparently d- fell on top of him and the father was trying to shield the mother and the baby from the madman's bullets. And these two sick-ass fucking... The sociopath and trophy wife number three standing there posing with an orphan that they helped create. That Why would you give a thumbs up? Why would you even bring the baby back to the hospital? That's the other thing. Nobody wanted to be with Trump, but he brought them... He asked the baby to come back to the hospital. He asked the baby. Well, he asked the, the baby's... Whoever's... I don't know who's keeping the baby or watching the baby, but, you know, the baby doesn't have parents anymore, thanks to Trump. And he, of course, he's smiling because Republicans made more people dead. They're, they're inconvenienced. It's just a, it's a pain in the ass to have to pretend to care while the heat dies down so they can continue taking their NRA bribes in peace. So we know that they're full of shit because all over, all over the fascist media, they're, they're talking about everything but guns. The fact is, we, as we always say, it's a, this is why we can't have nice things. The, the fact is the, the, we're the only country that has this problem with gun massacres, but we're not the only country with video games or mental illness. And the it's offensive that uh, uh, uh what's this what's that fucking uh, Walmart came out saying oh they're taking down their video game displays so let's all play along with the ruse the the while the the problem is still out there staring us all in the face it's not video games that's why we know republicans hate this country because they if they love the country and the people in it they wouldn't be wasting our time with all this bullshit video games and of course here's here's the the fascist right talking about everything but guns and uh, this is a compilation put together by Media Matters. And, of course, it leads off with my favorite person, Tommy Lauren. Guns have been a part of this nation since its founding. But we've only had these frequent mass shootings in the last Shut 20 the years. Up, so bitch. clearly there is something else wrong here. There have been evil people in every single government. And this is what happens when you have someone who doesn't fear the Lord, who doesn't fear... You know, uh, we wait, have- wait, wait. I'm sorry. Wait, I hit the wrong button there. Who doesn't fear the Lord? Do you think they, how, how do they fear the Lord? They fear the Lord? I thought the Lord said that it was easier for a rich man to go through an eye of a needle than to get into heaven. Um, they fear the Lord? They, uh, what are the fuck are they talking about? The, if they feared the Lord, would they leave people behind constantly without health care? That Ameri- they, would they have a party? When they kicked people off of health care, would they be distracting us with this bullshit about fearing the Lord while the the uh, any nut job can get a fucking AK-47 in this country? 
fear the Lord, who doesn't fear God, who doesn't, as uh, the Lord. Mike Huckabee was saying, who doesn't value human life. We've had yet another mass public shooting in a place where the victims weren't allowed to defend themselves. We yeah, are because a- that's what... You see what I'm saying? It's a good guy with a gun. So here we go again and again and again. Let's talk about all the shit that doesn't matter. Video games, the Lord, fearing the Lord. Where the fuck do you live? The Lord? This is 2019 in a so-called democracy. There's no Lord here. The Lord. That's why they, they, they would be much more comfortable in the kind of a neo-feudal state that they are actively trying to create feared the Lord. Culture that no longer values life. Look at 44 million abortions. Why are kids getting indoctrinated? Abortions, of course, right. They just, they wait, the Republicans like abortions when you're fully grown and going to a back-to-school sale. That's when they like to abort you with video game messages, media, and, and entertainment that says that it's okay oh, to... Oh, there's that mother effing Sean Spicer. I hate that guy. This guy, every, you know, they always whine how Democrats say, how normal people say that, oh, uh, they they want to harass us at dinner and that and we can't even go out to eat. Yeah, you're goddamn right. This asshole and all these assholes, all these Republican fascist bastards that are creating a, a country of chaos and division and hate and fear and PTSD, they need to be confronted wherever the F they are. You don't get to walk around in decent society. Go back. Go go to Tennessee. Do, go with your people then, Sean. You want to go to, uh, you want to hang out in New York? Fuck you. Well, this is why they need to be shamed. There is something to be said for public shaming. That's why we have we have these feelings. The human beings we want, we are a uh, communal species. We want to be together and we live in communities. We have empathy. Empathy was put there by uh, the goddess of nature so we could put ourselves in other people's shoes. And and that's why. We help each other, and when we're we're stronger together. But these assholes want to keep us apart, keep us divided, and they're anti-human, and they're much less anti—I mean, as well as anti-American. So there is something to be said for shunning, for public shunning and shaming. You see Sean Spicer on the street, tell him what a lying, fucking fascist. He is, that he contributed to the decline and death of democracy in this country, and he should be ashamed of himself if he had the capacity for shame. But obviously he doesn't because he's sitting on Fox News talking about what? Young men are the problem. Our leaders are too cowardly to say so, but the signs are everywhere. Mass shootings are just the final manifestation of the problem. It appears he had shown the signs of mental illness. Of course, uh, Tucker Carlson is the... He's the uh, voice of the aggrieved incel. He's the fucking king of the incels. Is it social media over social interaction? Is it this disconnect? Is it the breakdown of our family? Does it have something to do with entertainment choices? Are you serious? See, it's everything but assault weapons. Why they, anybody can have an assault weapon in this country. Of, uh, it doesn't matter. You got to be a certain age. You got to take a test and a driving test and a written test to drive a car. 
and you could lose your license uh, by acting, uh, not driving it properly, but not a gun owner. No, nobody can prevent a gun owner from getting a weapon of mass death, which is ridiculous. Because I don't understand in all of the discussions on the fascist media and the and the and the uh, and the corporate liberal media what. The, none of them bring up the well-regulated militia part. Nobody. It's like as if that was never written. What part of well-regulated don't we understand? Don't they understand? Do we forget well-regulated militia? I don't understand how a well-we went from a well-regulated militia to any freak can buy an assault weapon. And nobody can stop him. Hate inside the heart. It's the loss of morality. It's that disconnecting from a God who values all people. The Judeo-Christian oh tradition God. that we teach at Liberty, etc., has been crushed. We no longer teach kids in K-12 education the first 13 years of their life that other human beings have a soul. We're a culture where, as I said yesterday, you, you go to church on Sunday and you try to bring your kids up right. But when they go to school on Monday, uh, we've kicked God out of school. We don't let them talk about these types of issues. We have a serious, so God, that's what it is, prayer in school. If we had a separation, if we had no separation of church and state, we wouldn't have this mass killing. No, that, that's actually not true. What would happen is we would be a theocracy and these freaks would be shooting up a gay club or something as they've, ha as, as they've done in the past. Wait, what's going on? What are these cats doing behind me? And here comes Tommy, the the uh, the queen of the geniuses. Mental health crisis likely caused by over-medication, absentee parents, wow. and a culture that glorifies infamy and notoriety above God, family, and community. We have had oh, a breakdown bitch. in society of things that make people belong. And all of that has gotten dumped online, leaving people feeling very isolated. And people like these individuals, you know, one of the patterns that you see here is that detachment. In a lot of these cases, these young men have no father, no father at home. Wow, boys you see are this? marginalized it's women's, it's in women's this society, sport. you know, and, and boys are told that uh, that they are aggressive and more likely <laughs> to assault yeah. people and assault women. And it's really tough because, you know, we, we have to create a climate where, yes, we're honest. Well, about there things, you go. He, see, there's the fascist right and action, as you see, it, it's the it's misogyny and they, in order to be a right winger, you have to be a right wing female. You have to be even more misogynist, uh, more of a misogynist than the Republican male. So these, of course, all of these women, they're constantly defending the patriarchy, the oppression of they. They're all they're, they're they defend patriarchy because they are. They're looking for that patriarchal pat on the head. That's really what, that's a right-wing woman's fantasy. They, that's their dream, their validation by being, hey, I'm one of you. I'm not one of these, these castrating bitches that want equal rights or anything like that. Uh, I'm, uh, I, I feel your pain, straight white men. 
So that's what that bitch is about. Uh, we are not othering people to the point where we force them into isolation. There's a mass loneliness crisis going on here, a mass crisis of meaning. Where they can do something about the video game industry. Video games, <laughs> as we had the lieutenant governor of Texas on Fox and Friends yesterday. First shooter games would desensitize folks to the violence. When we're talking... First shooter games, ironically, are from the point of view of of soldiers. So it's it's not video games. You're not it's not fucking video games, assholes. Video games are all over the world, but we're the only country that has this problem. But this is what I'm saying. This is why we can't have nice things. If we want to have a functioning society that progresses and actually deals with the true, real problems we face. Republicans must be a permanent minority party. And this is the case in point, just this alone. Each other on social media or looking at video games where they're using, you know, uh, uh, videos of, uh, of characters with these uh, weapons. People point out the fact that the mall and the Walmart where the shooting happened in Texas were gun-free zones where guns were banned. Mm -hmm. So people wonder, hey, this is Texas. We, we would expect someone to immediately be shooting back. Could be, the video games, it could be just not, I mean... Not Are you effing kidding me? First of all, the and the other shooter in Dayton was shot in 30 seconds and he killed how, how many people nine people already so it's not about the good guy with the gun asshole this asshole stupid constant mantra that we always have to address this is it's so annoying to constantly reiterate the same things again and again you, this is why we can't go forward, because we're always fighting them, fighting the same battles, repeating the same truths to them that they never absorb deliberately. I believe you grow parenting. up and parenting, grow up, you go to church on Sundays. That teaches you, you know, to have fear. If, that's, if going to church on Sundays means that you're a Fox News fascist bimbo, that's a case for the separation of church and state. Fear of God and, and to have good morals. I mean, there's so many different factors yeah. you don't know. I mean, maybe a child you don't know. with, you know, something, mental illness. Gee, I mean, maybe it's uh, the proliferation of assault weapons. Who knows? Could it be? Of all those things, we, we heard not one, not one of those geniuses came up with, hey, perhaps it's the fact that we, we, these these incels, these Trump and Z, these Trump inspired terrorists are, um, you know, they have access to weapons of war instead of being able to join a well-regulated militia. You see, because they wouldn't be able to pass the, the test to get into the well-regulated militia because you can't be a right wing fascist. You you're you can't be a white supremacist if you want to join the 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 National Guard or the, or the military. There are standards. There are tests you have to take. You have to be able to do at least you know ten push-ups, at least one. These assholes can't do fucking one. So what the hell? Um, if you can't join the well-regulated militia, then what are you doing with an assault weapon? And that's and it's not even that. Okay, we we understand these arguments because we're normal people. But that that whole montage that Media Matters put together is just it says it all. That we what, uh, that alone says 
why Republicans are unfit to hold leadership positions in, in a modern nation. They, can't, they don't deserve it because they're liars. They, um, it's like an epidemic is happening. People are getting murdered. More people are going to die thanks to Republicans. More Americans are going to be are, are going to feel the pain of losing a loved one needlessly for the sake of Republican greed and the their uh, and power that's that's uh, uh, that's it you know trump talks about he he was talking to uh wayne lapierre and wayne lapierre said oh the the your base doesn't want you to do anything about uh or background checks or whatever it's like that's only one so of course he's he's getting his marching orders from the nra cuz he is a greedy bastard, and he needs to win, so-called win, the next election so he doesn't get indicted. And so he'll do anything it takes, including pose with a fucking baby whose parents were murdered and think that he's winning. I mean, it's so disgusting. Not only, think about that picture, too, because it's not just Twitler that thought that that was a good idea. It was those dumb people. I don't know who those are. They who were flanking him. They, I think they might have been uh, victims, or maybe they were the guardian of that baby. I don't, I don't know. But that Melania herself. Uh, they always give Melania a pass somehow. Well, not always, but a lot of people seem to. They put they they uh, they supposedly say that she's some kind of hostage or whatever. She's not a hostage. She's a fucking volunteer. And she she stood there holding a baby, smiling. She thought that was normal. They're 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 two peas in a pod. Those two. Uh, he's he's uh you know whatever he is a sociopath, and she's trophy wife number three. That's all. She's um just as much of a racist, uh, just as much of an ignoramus as the rest of them, of as all of them. Every single Republican, I don't care who you are, whether it's your granny, your neighbor, your mailman, your any, any, anybody who votes for these fascists, they are, they hate this country and, or at least they are confused by it. They don't understand it. And they are the people that need to be in the minority. And I don't, there's no, and they're racist. And not only, and if they think they're not racist, they're, they're mistaken. Because if you're voting for a racist, you're a racist. You're cool with that? You're cool with somebody who is inspiring, who's a stochastic terrorist, who inspires the, uh, morons, who uses the same language as, as, uh, as Nazis, who's endorsed by Nazis and the KKK. He's, this is a Nazi endorsed KKK endorsed white nationalist who who proclaims himself a nationalist. He is a and uh, I mean he's using the same language as Nazis in the KKK. So and on top of it terrorizing people in this country. So people can't even go to a goddamn back to school sale without being uh, uh suffering PTSD and uh so, and we have to continuously endure this because 
the the fascist oligarchs in this country like their tax breaks. They like the fact that the American society is breaking down, that democracy is dying, and concentrated wealth is turning this country into an entrenched oligarchy. That's what they like. Meaning, they hate this country. They hate America. They are the enemies of America. And I don't, you know, I don't even care. Anybody who says, who votes for a, a racist, a fascist, somebody who calls the press the enemy of the people is the enemy of the people. Okay? Because this is... This is not a drill. It's actually happening. And I feel somewhat like what it must have felt like in uh, in Germany while they watched the fascists could continue to take control and their fellow good Germans uh, doing the Nazi salute because they enjoyed Twitler's revitalized economy or Hitler. But the fact is, you know, it's the same thing with 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 Twitler. He's whatever economy the the economy is, is sucks. Okay, we, we're on an upward trajectory that began with Obama. That's go, been going on for ten years now, and it's the the fact is it's not a great economy for anybody who has to work for a living. If you're if the if this economy if you know uh, one third of the American people can't retire, that's not a great economy. And if you're somebody that says it is, you're Stockholm suffering dupe. That's what you are. If the, we this is an economy where the people can't get health care, people go bankrupt trying to get you know, when they get sick. That people can't handle a four hundred dollar emergency. That's not a great economy. And if you're a worker, if you're a member of the working class and you repeat that lie, you're a Stockholm suffering dupe. Stockholm syndrome suffering dupe. I mean, that's it. It's no, it's no, no mistake. And so if uh, recently this, there's a, what do you call it? A boycott supposedly of the soul cycle because this asshole had a fundraiser and fine. Right. I mean, he had a fundraiser for Twitler, but he wants everybody to know that he's not, it's not the, um, it's not the racism he's for. It's, uh, it's the tax cuts. Yeah. He's in it for the tax cuts. So the, um, that's, that's not okay anymore. It's, you got to take the whole package. You, you're going to vote for Twitler because you like the tax cuts. That means you hate democracy. Okay. If you're somebody that enjoys these tax cuts, you enjoy an America that is the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap between rich and poor, where people can't handle a $400 emergency and one third of Americans can't retire, then you're a fucking America-hating, oligarch-loving enemy of the people. Okay? Boom. That's it. He's in it for the tax cuts? then how much do you need? This guy's a billionaire. That's the other thing that makes me sick. I'm in it for the tax cut. Okay, he can, first of all, when you make a billion dollars, you're already, you got that money because of tax, the way the tax structure is set up in this country that enables, that, that, that makes rich, the rich richer. That is the entire purpose of the Republican Party. There is, it's not about working people. If it were, 
we wouldn't have had the Trump tax scam inflicted upon us. We, he would have actually done something about the income disparity. And, the, and honestly, this is what is so distressing, too, that I, and I've said it before and I'll, I'll say it again, that if, if we don't get this election, if we don't get rid of Twitter and get rid of the Republicans, you know, legally and peacefully, if we don't get the majority in the Senate and then keep the majority in the House and get the presidency, and not only that, Right these wrongs, these economic wrongs against the people, the, the, the assault on the American middle class, that it's, it's not just getting rid of Twitler. It has to be the policies that created the middle class. We have to restore policies that created the middle class. We need someone who is truly fighting for the working um, at the economic vibrancy of the American working class. If that doesn't happen, we're done for. Democracy is dead. And the next time the what will happen, I can see the future, if we get another neoliberal, if, let's say Joe Biden wins uh, the, the, the presidency, and he insists... That it's not the Republicans. Oh, we got rid of Twitter. That's great. Wonderful. And he continues with these neoliberal policies that continue to concentrate wealth in, in, in fewer and fewer hands without actually addressing the economic disparity and upward immobility, really addressing it and fixing it. Then the next time a Republican gets in office, he's going to be a real fascist bastard. And that's going to be the end of the grand experiment. It will be over. You know, it's like in the end of uh, uh, the, the Roman Republic, they had the, uh, the uh, there was a, a one of the revolutions, the, the Gracchi, uh, Tiberius, the Gracchi brothers, they called them. And uh, they, uh, they, it was sort of like the Bernie Sanders of their day, trying to right some of the economic wrongs in Rome. And, of course, the concentrated power of the Senate, they, they assassinated uh, the, you know, the Tiberius. And they never, um, his reforms never, never were implemented. And um, some say that that actually led to the death of the Roman Republic. So um, it's, we're... We're living in the United States, in a, in a United States that is, has worse economic disparity than in ancient Rome and, and then in the Roman Republic. Let me, uh, I swear to God, I swear I saw that statistic. Let's see. America is wealth divide. Let me see if I can find it. Worse than ancient Rome. I saw this article. That's right. Here it is. It's well, many people wrote about it. One was in uh, in that socialist rag, Business Insider. Ancient Rome, even ancient Rome, even the ancient Roman Empire wasn't as unequal as America is today. So, some fifteen hundred years after the fall of the Roman Empire, the supposedly advanced 
and progressive United States of America is plagued by even worse income inequality. And this is an article written in 2011. Uh, and let's see. Tim Dechant at per, per square mile reached this conclusion based on a study by historians Walter Schiedel and Stephen Friesian. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce names, obviously. Rome's top 1% controlled 16% of the wealth compared to modern America where the top 1% controls 40% of the wealth. And this is 2011, so I think it's even worse. Looking at the Gini coefficient where zero means perfect equality and one means perfect inequality, Rome measured between 0.42 and 0.44. Modern American scores are worse at 0.45 and some areas as much as worse as much as an alarming 0.54 <clears throat> I mean, it's unbelievable and when you uh, what's even worse see it's not even unbelievable that we have this disgusting income disparity and upward immobility it's that the the dumb asses who parrot the 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 fucking propaganda of the oppressor constantly that they they talk about oh i love this i love trump's tax cuts how many times have we heard this i i've watched the corporate media and they say i love oh i what do you like about trump oh i love his uh tax breaks and you're talking to people who work for a living not investment bankers or whatever trust funders they're talking to average americans that they've been glued to fox news watching this propaganda and that he's telling them and all you know hannity's telling them how uh the economy is great and twitler's saying oh look at your 401k and all that like it like it matters your 401k um, most people don't have enough money in their 401k to actually retire, which it puts a further burden on the, on the, on the system that the Republicans want to cut. It's true. Republicans, yes, Stephen on the chat, Republicans are parasites. That's why they always call the, they call those who on welfare parasites. They call, you know, uh, working people, uh, the makers or takers. They're the takers. They are not makers. They are destroyers. They're not building anything. They're taking. They are taking the, the country that liberals and progressives, normal people, worked, they, they fought, bled, and died to create and entrust to us. They're taking that, then they are attaching their greedy grifter claws on it like a fucking parasitic lamprey and sucking the life out of it until it's done. And they're doing it with the help of their corporate media mouthpieces that are very well-funded and well-paid. And, you know, they don't care because they've never liked democracy. That's the bottom line. And, if they, and they don't like you. They don't like me. They don't like the people. They don't like the workers. In fact, Republicans hate the working class. I mean, the dumbasses, we laugh at them, but Republicans laugh at them even more. Because they are, they're stupid. They understand how stupid they are. They don't respect them. At least we're here trying to educate them. 
And when we win, when we eventually win, because we are on the right side of history and humanity, we're going to take them with us. We're not leaving them behind just because they're morons. They might have to come kicking and screaming, believe me, but they will all love the fact that they can go to a goddamn doctor when they're sick and maybe that their little Johnny, instead of dying in a coal mine, can go get an education or, you know, work at uh, a renewable energy factory or whatever the hell you call it, instead of wherever, instead of somewhere murdering chickens or something, dying a black lung. Oh, God, yes. Republicans love the poorly educated. All right, I only have a minute left, so I got to wrap it up. It goes by so fast. It really does. So thank you for hanging out every week here at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And please, please become a patron. Hit up the chat. Hit up the super chat. Buy some merch. Please buy or a ticket to the Mines event. So I have some backup there at the at the Mines instead of I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I can't I can't do that alone. I need I need help over there. That's gonna be a that's that'll be interesting. So we can all hang out. Listen, as I always say, listen, we stick together, we win, and we will win. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you, guys. I'll see you. I'll see you soon. Stay strong. Never give in. Never give up. I'll see you later.